0: Hello, and welcome to Bladespot, Spot. It's Tuesday, the fifth of December. My name is Ben, and on the line is Andrew. How are you today, pal? Who remembers Chris Wilder? <laughs> yeah, I'm all right, mate. Yeah. How was you? Yeah, all good as well, mate. Um... We've not
1: actually spoken about this, we're not like this is not like a fake intro that we we all have a bit of a chat before. So I've not actually got your thoughts on this yet. So I'm quite interested to see what you
0: think well indeed yeah so i mean we're recording this what is it it's about it's getting on for half past uh 11. Mm. um apparently prince abdullah has has just gone on Talksport um to confirm that bottom, very, very
1: professional <laughs> very
0: professional um which i'm i'm just seeing right now actually uh rob yeah. state and uh just just for one person uh, Say why is the United owner on Talksport discussing the sacking of Heckebottom and <laughs> the appointment of Chris Wilder before it's even been officially announced? Which does kind of, um, you know, kind of speak to this whole process, I suppose. But uh, oh, gosh, let, yeah. let me start here before we get into that. So, just to be clear, very widely reported. We obviously lost five nil at Burnley on um, yeah. on Saturday, uh, meaning we've we've lost two games against theoretical relegation rivals eight one, you know, a combined eight one which flattered us slightly by all accounts and from what I've seen. Um, So very strong rumours that uh, Heckingbottom was going to get sacked after that. That seemed to be kind of confirmed in the national media, I think on Sunday, I believe that's right. You know, so so it's in the mail and what have you, uh, that Chris Wilder would be um, replacing him as well as Heckingbottom replaced Wilder back in the day um and it seems like that's just been confirmed by the owner so it'll probably be confirmed by united's actual you know official media outlets uh, next month <laughs> yeah, i was going to say while we we're recording that but yeah before we get into wilder coming back because that is a that is a can of worms and a half i, I do just want to talk about hecky bottom a bit mm-hmm. first i don't want this to get like just sort of shoved into the background um you know with with the new the new old shiny thing being dangled in front mm-hmm. of us i suppose it's, I think. I think it's fair to say, like, it would be unfathomable for Heckingbottom to continue as manager after the last two games. Um, yeah. Do, do you think? Do you think that's that's right? like Because yeah. obviously we've we've talked uh, ad nauseum about him being, you know, dealt a bad a bad hand and, you know, really almost a victim of his own success of getting us promoted yep. and then finding a. You know, a club that kind of doesn't want to take promotion seriously and just bank the money, but I think it's it's also fair to say like it's hard to see how it could have gone worse this season yeah. so yeah. far, and that obviously ultimately is his responsibility to get to get more out of the team than you know than you know to get them to playing above their level of ability or even at their level of ability of ability, which I don't think they are doing so far, so. I think it was time for a change, right?
1: Yeah, I think, look, if you, I think I said it last week. If you'd have said to me at the beginning of the season, you will be agreeing that Paul Eckingbottom should have gone, <clears throat> I'd be thinking, well, I've lost the plot because mm. I thought we both thought we were going to go down. We, uh, we were going to go down. We both thought we didn't stand the challenge. We both, we both thought that the pre season were a shambles and it, it set us up to, to what we've got at the moment. But I think it just goes to show, um, without getting too deep, you look at the future in black and white terms, don't you? We do it in every walk of life. You're like, well, that's going to happen and that's going to happen. And there's no shades of grey in it. And I don't think anyone thought we would be this bad. Yeah, I yeah. think from Newcastle onwards, the beginning of the season, were fine. Yeah, we only got one point, but the performances were fine. But from Newcastle onwards, I've never... I were in the pub on, on Saturday, a couple of United fans, and we were just saying that... And I've never felt like this. And people might say I'm a fair weather and all this sort of stuff. But I was saying, I really don't want to go on Wednesday, you know, to the Liverpool game. Not because I think we're going to lose. I can accept a bad team. This is not, it's not up there with the Atkins team or anything like that. But in terms of just having nothing at all to get behind, it it, it was really horrible to watch. And to be honest, in terms of Atkins bottom, it's probably the saddest I've ever felt about a manager going. Because when Wilder left, it was shock. So it was sad, but it was more shock. Everyone, like, what, 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 what are we doing? Do you know what I mean? Um, when Warnot left, I think we'd all had enough for him by that point. To be honest, <laughs> this is fair, and they're the only two who's actually succeeded, along with Ekinbottom. In in my lifetime, other than Bassin, i was too young to really remember what I felt about that. But <laughs> I am sad. I'm sad that because I think he's a really, really good man who's done a job that seems to be getting overlooked in some quarters that shouldn't be ever be overlooked. Because if we had. N- It's easy to say anyone could have got that squad up, but we have evidence (laughs) from, you know, two years before that Slavica Jekanovic didn't get that squad up, and we'd have probably, I think Hal said it on the Sheffield United Away video, that if you'd have said Paul Ekremot was going to take us out out of this division when he first joined, you'd have thought we were talking about downwards rather than upwards. Yeah, yeah. The turnaround were incredible, and I'm not buying that we had all these, you know, yeah, we had a -a once-in-a-generational talent, we had a fantastic loan signing, you know, McAtee and Doyle, he, he, you know, he, he was part of that, though. I was going to say,
0: he he should have credit for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, as much let's as... Uh, Wilder,
1: sorry, go on. And I'll come on to, I'll, I'll to praise Wilder, but let's not forget Wilder tried to sell and die to life not so long before he left. <laughs> so, you, you know, you can't just say, well, hey, everyone have got something out of that. Eckenbottom saw something in him and developed him. Like the, the season before last, he wasn't the, the player that he was the season after. Yeah, and Eckenbottom deserves massive credit for that. So I don't think it even works if you say, well... He relied on Ndai. But he was probably the biggest factor in why Ndai was so good in terms of, like, outside of himself, obviously.
0: Yeah, I mean, seeing as you have brought up that point, yeah, that's definitely something I wanted to to drill into, is, like, he deserves massive credit, Heckingbottom, for the incredible development of Ajay. I mean, he he couldn't... Ajay couldn't play longer than 60 minutes the previous season, and within a summer, and, you know, I, I think... I think if we're going to, you know, say Heckenbottom's like the cause of all these injuries, which I, I really hope he is now, he's gone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know,
0: there th- th- we'll wave a magic wand there and everything. Yeah, that. But, a... you know, he must have had some part in the incredible fitness transformation of Njai over that summer. He, You know, Njai went from, yeah, a, a clearly talented academy player who could last an hour and then was done to someone who played 90 minutes every week. Went hmm. to the World Cup, was probably the best player in the championship, and he's now playing for a team that was in you know the Champions League at the start of this season. Yeah. So much of that has to go on Heckebottom, I think. Like, yeah. I think there's a lot of revisionism. Of
1: the, and he wasn't, he was, he was talented, but he wasn't even in the first team in his first yeah, season. Yeah. You know, in Heckebottom's first season, he he was behind Billy Sharp and Gibbs White, and Berger were playing sort of in front of him as well. It's only because Sharp were injured that he ended up playing in the playoffs whatsoever. Um, so I don't think that argument stands up. And I think we can't we can't overlook. And I don't want to just like I don't want to spend this thing going in on, on the board. You know, we've done this before. We don't know like, how how bad it is behind the scenes. You know, let's not pretend that we're well ran. He's had to deal with an embargo. He couldn't afford to turn the bloody eating on. Just <laughs> yeah. like train. Everyone's out of contract at the end of the season. We sold us two best players before promotion. And we've had five years of parachute payments where, where out of all of that, he's, he's been manager for three two or two and a half seasons of that, or two seasons or whatever. And what's he had to show? For What's he had to see for that? What, 20 million? Yeah. It, on Archer? Yeah, you know, when we bought Alman Oddsich, he bought one player, hecking bottom, um, in two seasons, in terms of like when we were in the championship, he bought one player uh, outright. Mm. I think he deserves so much credit. And I th- I'm sure, realistically, the prince behind... By all accounts, he didn't want to sack him, but I think we all agreed that he had to, and it, it is the right choice. But... He must be thanking him, saying, you have possibly saved me from, well, this club from going into financial oblivion. And he deserves so much credit for that. You know, Wilder saved the club in terms of he got it out of the doldrums. I think there's an argument that Bottom literally saved the club. Cause who knows what? Look, we're bottom of the league and it's horrible this season. If we'd have not gone up, we'd have probably been bottom of the championship this season. So... We can't, you, I can't thank him enough for what he's done. And I don't agree that anyone could have got us up because I just think that's so... Like I said, we've got evidence with Jukanovic that that's not the case. It's not that easy to get a team <laughs> promoted from championship. And we breezed it.
0: Yeah, ninety-one points. Yeah, I know. I, I, I did see uh, I, not to just do like one person on Twitter said this, but I did see someone say, "Oh, the, hecky Bottom only got his promoted because Borough bottled it." <laughs> like, for didn't even finish third. I finish ninety-one about 15 point points wins a in, in a lot of seasons. Do you know well, what I it mean? It's more that, that's... than Fulham got. I, I've, I know we've made this point multiple times. So it's more than just, Fulham got. I don't, got the year I don't like the original. People
1: are entitled to their own opinions.
0: It's just mine, but
1: I, I think this idea that it's all down to hecky Bottom and he just got lucky is just completely wrong and. He'll always have my respect, and I'm glad he's gone now, because it was get obviously well, it had turned nasty. Hadn't it. I saw the scene. I didn't, I didn't see the Burnley game to be honest, but um, I, you know we saw the scenes. I've seen seen Travelling's video and, and Johnny Shaw review video, and awful, absolutely awful. And I, didn't, and I and I felt sorry for him. He's running off the pitch, and everyone's screaming at him. And I understand why they were doing that because i have been one of them because it was diabolical by all accounts. And you've paid good money to go. We've been at games this season where we felt. Completely shortchanged. I think it's fair to yeah. say. Um, and but I didn't like seeing it because I think he's a he's a good man who's done a good job. Who I saw your article on the BBC and you sort of you, I don't think you said he were out of it. He might have been out of his depth. You sort of asked the question.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I don't know if we can ever tell because I suppose we'll see now. I hope. He, no, I hope no he man. was
0: like you know. As yeah, a United yeah. fan, I hope. I genuinely <laughs> hope he was. I just. I guess yeah I totally get all that anger and stuff, um particularly if you've actually gone to the game um yeah. but yeah, oh, I, I, yeah I just feel like um you know, I feel like it's time for him to go, but like let's let's not all be you know douchebags about it, basically like it it he yeah. does deserve some respect and just just go back to um when he first took over, I really want to just bring this up like, i I'm sure you remember, but I hope everyone else remembers as well just how bad we were just before he took over. I yeah. mean we we thought this squad was shot, mate. We thought uh, no this is one, why I'm... forget yeah. it. McBurney, forget it. Even players like Baldock, Egan, you know, Fodringham, whatever, he was like a you know, a bit of a joke figure yeah. around that time. Yeah. Jack Robinson, forget yeah. it. He came in hecky bottom and it, it kind of immediately got better. And I, I guess you could yeah. chuck this out there. I don't want to just talk about Wilder just yet, but you could chuck this out there as like maybe this is the best-case scenario for Wilder where you have this squad of players that you yeah. think, it's over for this squad. Like, th- this yeah. squad is way out of it, and suddenly a fresh voice, albeit a fresh old voice in Wilder's case, mm. does make a big difference. Which Eke Bottom was, by the way. Eke Eke bottom true. was an old
1: voice. Yeah, yeah, because obviously... Same as you, you've took the words out of my mouth there. That... Excuse me, sorry. Um I think that we... um we both said this squad's done. You bring anyone in. This was the last couple of seasons ago. Mm. We were totally wrong. I'm thinking the same again. I want to be totally wrong. I'm, I'll hold my hands up and say we're wrong about that. I'm delighted I was wrong about that. You know, for all the sort of backslapping I'm doing to, to us too about how we were right in pre season, we were massively wrong about that. And who knows? You know, we needed something new. We need. We had to go because it was just untenable. Mm. But. I do. I still think the players are nowhere near good enough, and I don't think we'll see much difference. But we might do, yeah. and if we do, I will hold my hands up and say I've got it wrong again. I've, once again, I've got it wrong because <laughs> it happened, it's happened before. You know, this, this a group of players. This group of players looked completely shot in the championship, and then they went on a run, and we were the best team over two seasons in the championship. Wasn't Luton? Mm. Um, and, and yeah, and if we can get anything like what Heckingbottom did in terms of turning everything around. I will be absolutely delighted. Yeah.
0: He arrested that slide-hacking bottom. I don't want that to get overlooked. And I was, um, I guess, I think like you, I was really unenamoured with his appointment as permanent manager. Um, <laughs> I, I guess with we, sort of... Um, we, there's a little bit of history repeating itself here, but it, it, it felt like such a... Um, cheap desperate option like you know oh, we can only hire someone who has connections to united you know we've we've tried this foreign guy Jakanovic, now let's let's get back to the you know get a yorkshireman in who knows the club and knows the players and that'll make all the difference and i at the time thought like you're having a laugh like there's just this that's not mm-hmm. how football works and i really hope it works again <laughs> but yeah he, um yep. I, I thought it was i thought it was a really I was really down on Heckingbottom being appointed, but he very yeah. quickly, as you said, proved me wrong, proved a lot of people wrong. Um, yeah, that, that run of a season and a half in the Championship where we, yeah, I think we did pick up more points than any other team or, or thereabouts. Obviously, a couple of those teams got promoted, so they didn't have the opportunity to pick up more teams. But, yeah, you, you can't take away uh, what you achieved. Not many managers... Um, I mean, what we've got, what, in my... Time supporting is Warnock, Wilder, and Heckingbottom—the only ones that actually. That's it. They're the only railroad. three who you can actually say has had success. And they deserve <laughs> the to stand. Dec- they deserve to stand together for that achievement. Like I, yeah. I'm not having Heckingbottom on the like, really, bottom rung kind of thing. Yeah, yeah,
1: and I find it really distasteful not distasteful. You know, that's probably going a bit too over the top. But you know, people are saying stuff like, um, "Oh yeah, she's gone." Do you know what I mean? Or "Oh, well, we've got us club back" and all this sort of stuff. And I just thought this guy. Deserves respect. I don't care if you think he should be sacked now. There's ways that, you know, nobody should be celebrating that this guy who saved the club from financial oblivion should, you know, is being fired. It should be a sad day. And it was a sad day for me. And saw someone put some highlights on of his his raid and stuff. And he's given me some great memories anyway. You know, Blackburn at home last season, West Broad, that week last season was as good a week I've had as a United fan where... We went to Wembley, then we got promoted, then we had a promotion party, all within seven days. Mm. I don't think I'll experience that again as a United fan. I just can't imagine how that how that works, and he's a huge reason behind that.
0: Yeah, I, I, it's kind of a shame that uh Bot can't like go back to being the under twenty threes or now the under twenty ones like head show, in a way. Because yeah. I mean, that's the other thing, isn't it? He obviously had that background um, with United's youth teams, and, and just look at the we talked about in obviously, but look at the amount of academy products or prospects that have like gone on to play first team football for us and some of that's been down to desperation absolutely you know uh, I think Femi Sariki off the top of my head maybe maybe Jordan Amisa as well he, he got that debut at um, and Dinny when uh, I think Wes and Adam Davis were both injured or maybe Adam Davis wasn't here at that point but um, yeah you know there's a lot to be said for that and, and all right some of them apart from Njai have, have any of them really gone on to become like actual successes? Well, maybe not yet, but we you know, you're looking at Arblaster being a you know, yeah. potential championship player. I feel pretty good about Asula and Jebison's ceiling yeah. as like possible mm-hmm. championship players. And that's not nothing, finding a champion. You know, not every academy prospect has to be Enjay or Cal Walker yeah. or yeah. You know, even David Brooks, for example, where they have to, to be. To make dumb. a career,
1: and this is why I think a lot of fans as well and look, again, I'll happily be proven wrong about this. But I keep seeing people get Brooks in or get Harrison Nealon, you know, or it's so difficult to make a career as a professional footballer in the top two leagues. If any of these players manage to get above League Two, that is fantastic. If they have a career like I don't know, Johnny Four, someone like that, you know what I mean? Who we don't we don't class as like a great academy product, but what a career he had as a, you know what I mean? As a yeah. that that is an unbelievable career to have. there's, there's so many people that fall by the side, throwing the you know the Andre Brooks. I've not seen enough for him. He might be a Premier League player, but if he becomes a League Two player, which is probably an academy like ours, which is not Category One, you imagine that's probably realistically what we're aiming to develop for. You know those sort of players because we've not got the an won't once in a blue moon, a Walker once in a blue moon. or we've got Walker and Norton at the same time that time, but you know what I mean. Mm. If we can get these people to have a professional career, that that is good enough. And I think I can Bottom again, it'll be a big part of that.
0: Yeah. So it's uh, yeah, it's, it's a shame. Yeah, because we, you know, our necessity have had to lean in, lean into uh youth prospects, you know, both financial and uh, fitness necessity, I suppose. And um yeah, I just think that's another like uh string to his bow, if you like. I don't think that's the right phrase, but you know, another sort of little a little tick next to what he did um as manager. And yeah, like like you, he he seems, you know, this is no reason to uh retain someone as manager, but it he's no. always seemed like a good guy. You know, I've always liked him, you know, in terms of like his his personality. Um I thought he was very I just think he's, given all the off-field stuff that you talked about, I think he's just handled himself with such decorum and like just sort yeah, of yeah. got on with it and very rarely sort of pushed back, I suppose. Or The very last interview is when he started, this one
1: I thought he would get sat because he's, I don't know if you've heard it, but he started saying stuff like, you know, this is why I want to keep the squad together. Do you know what I mean? Sort of. Yeah. <clears throat> that was the first sort of real things that, I, that I've heard him say he said a couple of things about Sander actually wanted to stay mm. um, which were they seem to have gone like you know missed people but he, you know he, he's not really he's not called him out and by all accounts from you know is to the ground uh, there's a lot of things he could have called out uh, in the past couple of seasons and I think history will look at him far better than even people looking at him now because I, I, I t- I'm, look I'm not going to predict doom and
0: gloom and all this sort of stuff but
1: d- d- Getting promoted to the Premier League is not something we do that often, and he's one of the people who's done it.
0: Yeah, and I think all these, you know, underlying issues with the club um, are probably more likely to come under focus again now. I think, I think, you know, th- that was one of the criticisms of Heckingbottom Bottom uh, when he was appointed. Was he's a yes man, like he's the board's yes mm-hmm. man. He'll just get on with it. And you know, as a fan, I've kind of in- appreciated that, like not having, you know. The training ground, the state of the training ground, thrown in my face every week, or the fact we've got no money and blah blah blah. It's like
1: leaky roof, leaky roof, leaky roof. roof yeah, <laughs> and, uh,
0: obviously we're, we're you know directly harking back to Wilder there, but I, I think ninety percent of other managers would not just get on with things like like Hecky might do. No, they would not
1: because I'm it's sure. a great excuse to turn around and say. Well, hang on! I've got a train indoors. <laughs> what do you want me to do? you know what I mean? Because we have not turning the heat on. What do you want me to do?
0: Yeah. You know,
1: there's loads of stuff coming out, and you, you know, people have told me things that I'm not. I don't know how true they are, so I'm not going to repeat them on here. But you know, it does sound like a bit of a, you know, a, a real, the real show behind the scenes and he took us up in the midst of that so yeah
0: well the, the stuff that we do know and that is in the public domain yeah. it does not, speak, not. does not speak well <laughs> yeah. of a particularly <laughs> well run yeah, club
1: to into innuendo and rumour here to be fair but no
0: yeah I mean we're not uh, well, let's be clear we're not Sheffield Wednesday here we don't have an actual insane person running the no, show no I want but, to make um... this
1: clear I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I, 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 it feels like I've massively criticised the Prince and, and he is not the worst owner in football by any stretch of the imagination he's got massive faults I don't like the idea that people say, well, you just haven't got enough money. This, to me, there's more to it than that. I, don't, I, I think there's you, you can have a limited amount of money and still make far better decisions and, and you know invest in the infrastructure and stuff like that than we have. But we could have worse owners, and I think Chanceri down the road is probably saving the Prince <laughs> quite a lot of stick, to be honest. because And I understand it, because he is someone you look across and think, Bloody hell, it could be worse, though. You know, we're all slagging him off. But yeah. this guy down here, you know, attacking the fans and, and, you know, putting prices up and stuff. And he's done nothing like that, the Prince. My problem with the Prince, well, not the problem, is that it, it's, it almost feels like we haven't got an owner at all to me. It's like the club runs itself, which is fine. He do not want to put money in. He wants to sell. That Nothing wrong with that. But this is why the problem with Ekingbottom going, and this is a, probably why Wilder came in, is coming in, is that,
0: yeah.
1: as we said last week, that nobody runs like us that I know of where the manager does everything and oversees everything and the only person i can think who i know can do that is chris wilder because he's done it before
0: yeah well let's let's use that to to segue to talking about wilder because that was i i wrote that down as a note actually of like let me try and spin this appointment positively if you like i put the positive, most positive possible mm. spin on it and that is you highlighted last time how weirdly run we are where the manager does everything and how unusual it is. Well, where's, here's someone who actually does have experience of doing that. Um, yeah. Just to, just to sort of step back a bit. So Chris Wilder coming back as Sheffield Art manager, did you, let me ask you, did you, did you ever think that this would not like until maybe the last year or so when we've had a lot of rumors about yeah. it being a possibility? Like, no. did you, did you, if you, if you rewind a couple of years, do you, did you ever think this might happen?
1: I thought it might come back at the fag end of his career. Yeah. when we were back in league one or something like that uh, what I thought is to be honest I thought he'd take Borough over brilliant chairman down there and I thought he'd take him up and I thought he'd probably leave us languishing because we at that point were mid-table because so we're necking bottom pretty much good come in and we were all worried weren't we saying we know what's going to happen here Wilder's going to take Middlesbrough up and we're going to be left in the championship and I thought that would happen yeah. so I thought if he came back we're talking 10-15 years down the line if he still wanted to manage no way did I expect him to come back this quick certainly not under this owner absolutely well, yeah know, Everything that came out, um, I, I, I'm not surprised he's back in in the sense of coming back ever. I thought you're always going to be associated with Sheffield United. He's not Warnock. He is a Sheffield United fan. There is a difference. Mm. He's more of a Sheffield United fan than Warnock is, for instance. I thought he may be, you know, maybe come like a like Dave Bassett came back in a in a role under Mickey Adams. I thought we yeah. might see him back in that sort of role in about ten years or something like that. No way did I think he'd be the next manager after Paul Heckingbottom, though.
0: No. I mean, I'll put you on the spot here. How, how do you feel about it? How do you feel about Wilder being the United manager again?
1: <sighs> this is really difficult, this. Am I enthusiastic? No. Would I have made the decision? No. I'm absolutely fascinated by it, though. I'm not mm. going to lie. Like When the rumours first came out, my argument against it was, I think it'll be a disaster. We know... He has a... We know what we think that the players aren't good enough. We're going to lose most weeks. We know how he's handled that in the past, losing most weeks. And I thought this could be a disaster. And that's why after Tottenham, when the first rumours came out, I didn't want him.
0: Mm,
1: But I've changed a little bit in that we already are a disaster. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We are a complete disaster. So Wilder coming in now doesn't hold the same sort of fears as it once did. My, My worry was... Is going to, you know, destroy sort of the morale of the squad or whatever, you know, and and it it was going to end in absolute tears. But it's coming at a time now where we are at at rock bottom, literally, you know, in the Premier League. We are awful and we're on course to breaking Derby's points total. So I'm fascinated that this guy has come back and everything they achieved with all, you know, and all the division of him coming back and the division of him leaving and all this sort of stuff and the memories of all his ridiculous success and, I think the massive doubts that I think pretty much every sensible fan has about this appointment, how is this guy going to get this group of players to perform in his style, which is aggressive and front-foot? And we've seen how good he can be. I, I don't know if... It, we'll see if he's a busted flush, I suppose, in, in the next in the next four or five months, just how... I think it's an impossible task for him. I, I might expect him to keep as up by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm, I'm absolutely intrigued to see how he... Because he must know this is going to be his last chance... A Premier League club, unless he takes someone up, mm. he uh, seems to be overlooked for Championship jobs. No one else in the Premier League is going to appoint him other than mm. us. And I'm quite, I, I'm not excited. That'd be the wrong word, I, but I'm, I'm so, so intrigued by how this is going to play out. And if nothing, I'm going to try and embrace the chaos. And mm. look, I'm going to get. I, I he's, he's, the best manager I've seen in, in my lifetime. And I'm, at I, I, this. Anti Wilder and pro Wilder don't make any sense to me. I think you can be pro Wilder, which everyone should be, and also I've doubts that he can repeat or get anywhere close to repeating what he did. I want this man to succeed more than any other manager, probably in football. So, hmm. I, 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 if we if we have success, I'd rather be with this guy.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, that's really well said. Um, I, I think my my feelings about this are complicated, I suppose. Um, yeah. I really didn't want him to, I, I went, I, I haven't had a chance to go back and listen to what we said when he did leave, but I did look up yeah. my, like, pod notes from that one, and uh, and uh you know, have my, like, memories of it and stuff, and I, I was devastated when he left, it really, it really blindsided me, because um uh, I think it was on a, I wasn't very uh, connected that day, I think I was, like, looking after my kid or something, and I remember you just like I think you just sent me a message saying like Oh Talksport, someone's been on Talksport and said that Wilder's been sacked, and it it did come oh. a bit out of the blue. I think it was like it a did. Friday afternoon yeah. or something, and yeah. you know our previous game had been like I don't know Tuesday or something, like that, or the weekend, and um, obviously it was deep into the season at that point. You know we were essentially already relegated. It was full on like what is the point of making a change here? I thought it was I thought it was a stupid move from all parties. Like I guess it sort of panned out that way a little bit for Wilder. Um, in terms of you know how his uh, is you just sort of underline there his reputation in football I suppose has taken a hit and I thought from our point of view it was like this is the man to get us promoted again next season like why I thought we were doing things differently as a club you know we we're, we're tying all our uh, hopes I suppose to this one man to like run everything behind the scenes and then we're just ripping it up and so I was I was gutted that he left and then I guess with time you kind of think like. Well, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot of reasons to believe that this won't work. This move that we're making yeah. right now. Yeah. Obviously, there's how he's gone on to do um, uh, in in his successive jobs, and yeah, the <clears> fact <throat> that a lot of people don't seem to want to touch him. There's there's what we know about him as United manager. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that last season of, I have so many questions about how he approached that last season, and was he, I don't know, was it was he actually. Focused on being our manager like you know why was Lundstrom playing all the time why did we just keep playing the same formation and the same way and hoping mm. it would eventually work like why did you spend all that money on Ryan Brewster for example you know <laughs> um, yeah there's, there's so many things like that, that and then obviously you get some of the, the personal stuff off the pitch as well where it just became increasingly sort of prickly and mm. evidently hard to work with um I love, by the way, just before I forget that uh, line uh,
1: from one of the articles where it said he fell out with almost everyone at the club last time. But <laughs> bear in mind, we must even play about four hundred to five hundred people.
0: Yeah, just imagine
1: him going round like, like I don't know, some of off enthusiast. your enthusiasm, Larry David, just like getting into big black like, altercations with people about nothing. Who's left this here? <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> so
0: there's there's that side of it, you know. There's the there's a sort of the stuff that Wilder can can control, if you like. But then there's also you know, in theory, changing manager doesn't actually change very much. The players are the same. You know, the the injury list is the same. the The situation is the same. You know, we're in a massive hole now at the foot of the Premier League. The owner's the same. The budget's the same. I don't know. There's so many reasons to think that this isn't gonna isn't gonna go well. And yet, I like you. I just, I, I guess, I'm just, I'm willing to suspend disbelief. I suppose. Like, obviously, yeah. obviously, I want it to go well. Um Ooh. I really hope it will be a magic wand that just makes everything better. And I guess there is there's hope that what we're seeing out of the team this season is way below what they're capable yeah. of. Yeah. We're not gonna go out and suddenly outplay Liverpool on um tomorrow night, you know, despite what the most panicked Liverpool fans may be thinking of like, yeah, I've already yeah, seen yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, that's a New, they're going to turn into prime Barcelona. Match, like, and it is all. Oh no, I can't believe they've got a new manager. <laughs> like, but yeah, yeah. So that that's not going to happen. But there, there is hope that, like, maybe we'll get back to I don't know. Say that uh, the Man City game, or the you know most of the Everton game, or even the second half of the Wolves game. Like, can that become? can that second half of the Wolves game be the new 90 minutes under <clears throat> That's Where it. we're not going to beat most teams. We're going to lose almost every week, I would say. like Probably 75% yeah. of the time we're going to lose. But can we at least have a bit more of a go? You know, not allow how... 20 shots a game and only have one shot a half or something like that.
1: Yeah, and that—that that is what I'm so intrigued about. I've given up on, on survival, I think most fans will have, because it's just... I just don't think the team are good enough. But I'm not bothered about that. We thought we were going to go out at the beginning of the season... I want to see something. You know, I want to see that Chris Wilder is... Look, if Chris Wilder is, is the Chris Wilder of old, we've got the best manager to bring us back up that we could possibly ask for. Mm. You know, it, it was only three years ago, it were, or four years ago, he was manager of the season in the entirety of England. You know what yeah. I mean? You don't just lose it like that. I've, I've got massive doubts about it. But this is why, again, I think people on like, because it's, a, it's an emotional time, you know, the, the way he left and, and, and the people not liking Blady bladeness and you've got other people who never forgive, you know, never, you always wanted him back from the minute you left. So it's a lot of emotion going around, but we are all on the same page, fundamentally. Even the, I've got doubts, you've got doubts. I'm going to be cheering his name on Wednesday, and I imagine you'll be the, exactly the same. I, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to him punching his, you know, his, his badge and all this sort of stuff. I hope he gets it right one this time, I'm not Deedas' badge like he used to do. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to all that. And I think Phil of Four Blades messaged, uh, he put a tweet out saying, it has the potential on Wednesday to be a, a fantastic night. I mean, because the atmosphere is going to be so much better than it would have been if Eckenbotton had still been here.
0: Look, I'm much more intrigued about that game. Like like you, it. I was not really looking forward to the Liverpool game at all. I was looking forward to, you know, uh, the pre-match stuff, obviously, as always. But, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, you know, do I... I'm not sure I can endure another 90 minutes of you know 25-plus shots for the opposition and we get in there half a couple of times. Whereas now... I'm not saying the game will go differently because of all the reasons I just talked about, but there is a lot more intrigue in it. I'm gonna be making sure I'm in the ground like well in advance of kickoff, for example, mm. and mm. yeah it's it, it just sets up to be um I guess it's what we, we wanted a change, didn't we like yeah, a yeah. change a change had to happen, and all right, the changes go back to the thing that stopped working last time, you know if you want to step back from it, but mm-hmm. yeah, I guess uh I don't know i guess i'm I'm ready to believe i I hope it works out it's. It's going to be weird. It's going to be really weird seeing Wilder doing like his, you know, pre-match presses and post-match interviews and stuff again. It's mm. it's, it's it is bizarre in it. You know, th- this is uh, this is why I'm fascinated rather than excited. But I
1: definitely I've got more of a spring in my step in terms of going to the game. I'm going to be like, God, this is going to be interesting. You know, I'm mm. not expecting him to perform miracles. You know, we've seen tweets and. I can't wait to see Luke Thomas under Chris Wilder. And it's like, well, you know, I imagine if Luke Thomas continues to play as he has, he's not going to be played under Chris Wilder. But <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't, he can't, he can't just turn this around. And there's going to be players who are not going to agree with him. This is not the same group of players, you know, because the way Wilder works and, and how hard uh, on his sleeve is and stuff like that. He obviously, you know, he, he has upset players and stuff and it's not worked out and he's had to move them on and things like that. It'd be interesting to see how, you know, the new signings, hey, Masouza, how are they going to react to him? Is he going to get a new lease of life out of him? Or is he going to be, you know, are they going to turn against him and he's going to have to get rid of him? It's it it's become interesting, yeah. whereas Saturday evening, I would just, really, I mean, like I say, I, 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 I listened to, I think, Randy Giddens on Radio <laughs> Sheffield saying, you can't compare now to the Atkins season. Totally agree with that. But I, I, I think even in the acting season, I went to games thinking, you know, we've got Fleetwood and we might win this one. I might yeah. see a couple of goals. And we're going into games, Bob, well, I say going into games, post-Bournemouth, I, I just had no help whatsoever.
0: Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, I mean, you're right, there, is a, there has been some squad turnover, but there is also a lot of players uh, who were here when Wilder last was. I'm thinking, yeah. all right, Bulldock got injured the other day. But, you know, he signed Bogle, he signed Fodderingham, yeah. signed Jack Robinson, yep. uh, he signed Max Lowe, who probably will be in line yep. for starting. Norwood of Fleck, Fleck no. Oh my God, John Fleck started a game. Osborne,
1: yeah. I'm really interested to see this first team. i was actually thinking about this last night. If he if he goes back to his trusty lieutenants, then you imagine either Max Lowe will be left back or um or Osborne. And then, but does that does that give you the old Norwood Fleck midfield? you know what I mean? Like that we put up against Burnley, like just because he yeah. knows. I mean, yeah. I suppose what I'm Wilder will be thinking in the first couple of games is these people know how I play, so I'm by, he might I, I could be wrong, but he might play as many as he can.
0: Yeah, because but, they know
1: exactly how he wants to play.
0: I guess the great unknown is it, it, here: is what do those players think of Wilder? Do they think he's, you know, right? Really? Yeah, that's
1: another. That's another great, like, sort of uh, subplot in it. Well, is,
0: is it going to be like, yes, he's he's back? Like, I'm, you know, I'm absolutely buzzing to have the man. The manager was like responsible for some of the best years of my career. I think, and all those, and all those players were just listed. Like, probably the high points of their careers came under Wilder. Um yeah, are they going to be buzzing at that? Or is there, you know, were they, did it turn sour for them towards mm-hmm. the end? You know, while there was not yeah. a verse to calling <laughs> the players out. I mean, <laughs> is that, is that, I don't know if it was a joke or not, but somebody shared like the clip of him It wasn't a Leicester. joke. Did you, did you by the rest of this guy's tweets
1: so was had a quick look No offence to him, you know what I mean? So I'm only like uh, ribbing him. But you're like to put that uh, interview up uh, the Leicester game. Where he called everyone out at the end of the first good season in the Premier
0: League. Said, said they were barely and, League One standard or
1: something. Yeah, said were, he says these players are all League One standard. When he had his big rant, and the guy said, it's "Like, uh, this is what I can't wait to see." And I looked into it. we lost, we lost eighteen of the next nineteen after that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not the best example of his uh, motivational skills, but, yeah. but I, mean, I, do, I do know, I do understand the guy's uh, overall point. Obviously, I'm taking the mickey, but it's, uh, and that is, we are going to get. I mean, you've said before, the only people you used to listen to in interviews are Wilder and Warnock, I think. Yeah, so pretty much, just, yeah. Yeah, they're the only two people, because the rest of them were trained managers. bottom. Yeah. really, you know, you knew after the game. Eking, I When we lost, I used to love listening to Wilder. because so even if I didn't agree with what he was saying, and I thought he was going be, to a bit harsh here, hmm. I knew it was going to be a, a really worthwhile interview, and I knew I was going to get what he's actually thinking.
0: Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Well... I imagine we'll be getting what he's actually thinking in, uh, in in not too long. So they've they've still not actually confirmed it. There's the local media is obviously i um... No,
1: just looking at it now actually, uh
0: yeah. it's
1: it's that is shoddy, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean I d I, I don't
1: I'm not you know I, I, I was picking it up for the club yesterday actually, could people say, Why aren't they announced anything? It's all good... I'm thinking like, Well you can't announce it unless everything's done, you know, yeah. so I'm, I won't blame them for that, but the fact that talk- oh. yeah, the literal owner has
0: gone on national Yeah, the
1: literal owner has gone on talk sport and said, yeah, 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 he's coming in, yeah.
0: They're yeah. Like, yeah.
1: So it's like that, that is a bit, you know, it seems a little bit disrespectful on Hacking Bottom to me. That, but,
0: yeah. It does a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, th- I think we're both, we'd, we'd both certainly um uh, not be betting on Wilder to keep us up. So if we, you know, if we assume that we're down, like what, what is the baseline of success with Wilder for the rest of the season? Where, where you can say, like, he's done a good job and it was worthwhile bringing if
1: him in. If he gets us more points than we got last time, which were 21,
0: I oh, think God, he yeah. has
1: every right to say, I deserve the chance. Because by all accounts, it's, an eight, it's, a, it's a contract to the end of the season um, and then a, a, you know a, a possible extension. Of a year, I'm just yeah. literally just reading Darren Smith as I'm speaking here. I don't know how much people want to believe in, you know, he's got a lot of things wrong, to be fair. But he says that he will be here next season. I don't, you know, unless he gets six points, he's put. But um, if he is, you know, and I think if he gets 25, if he gets this club to 22 points, and this is not, a, you know, it sounds like a nothing ask, but it is a, a big ask with what we've seen so far. Seven, yeah,
0: it would be 17 points from our last 24 games, which, again, yeah. doesn't sound like very much, but actually, it is. yeah, it would be. Yeah.
1: But bear in mind, you can pretty much write off about another the ten, 10 games. Loose. Yeah. In the, <laughs> yeah, in the Premier League because it's just, you know, you can't really compete. Um, if he can get us that, he deserves, in my opinion, the right to, you know, have a, have a, a real crack next season and maybe even an extended contract so if he can, because it'll show that he has managed to get more out of these players than the previous manager did. And that's all you can really ask for, I think. You know, I'm not I'm not saying losing 4-0 at Burnley is better than losing 5-0. I'm talking about if we're getting outclassed but with the efforts there, we can all accept that. You know, we 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 can. It's yeah. going to be horrible, but and this is, again, I'm so intrigued to see how, he, how he's going to react to defeat this time because I don't think he did himself any favors last time with the interviews he put out and stuff like that. And and he, he does it. He hates losing, which is why he's such a good manager. But I'm really, really interested to see how he he approaches this. You know, this this next the, the end of the season. It's it's fascinating. Yeah,
0: it's it's weird. Yeah, from a I can't see him. Like, I can't imagine there's any part of Wilder that sort of sees this as, like, this is my, like, redemption in terms of the rep- my reputation as a football manager. Like, it, it doesn't feel like no. – I, I just – I think it's this or bust, right? Like, I I could yeah. almost see him retiring as, as manager after this job, like, whether that's in, you know, six months or six years or something, like – I don't know it, 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 if if he's not going to be a popular choice in the championship after be after what he did for us the first time round. Then it's mm. yeah, it's hard to see it's hard to see him yeah restoring that reputation on the basis of the second half of the season. I think even if he pulled off an absolute miracle and kept us up, I don't think outside of Sheffield United like that would no. really. I don't know. I can't suddenly see everyone else being like this is new Big Sam. This is the like relegation <laughs> yeah. specialist or something like that. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. This I don't...
1: Is it. And you're right. As much as, you know, it's the sort of, possibly the last chance we're, we're going to get of being in the Premier League for a couple of years. Who knows how next year is going to go? You know, I've, I've got massive doubts about this squad, to be honest. But so it might be the last chance we've got of trying to do something in the Premier League. And I think it's certainly the last chance he's got of doing something in the Premier League. If if, if, if we go down meekly, you, like you say, and it, or it ends in absolute disaster, even more disaster than we've got at the moment, then... I'm with you. I don't. Th- he's he's not going to get a better job, so he must know. You know, this is make or not make or break. He's already made it. You know, he's always be a legend. But
0: this is the, the
1: the final throw, I think, of his uh, managerial career, definitely.
0: So first up for Wilder is a uh, a, a game with his old mate Jurgen Klopp, which is they've got a hand picked like another manager that he's sort of had the biggest beef with in the past. It yeah. probably it probably is Klopp, unless I'm missing someone like. I can't Was think of anyone. Yeah, he's not Bruce, Maybe yeah. I, mean, Warnock. Bruce, maybe? Or Warnock, I think yeah. it's all
1: right for Bruce, isn't he? Though, like I remember, like obviously when Gary Sinclair did his now infamous. <laughs> um, unfortunately, there's only two minutes left of this game. He actually apologised on behalf, you know, and, and to Bruce, isn't yeah. he, on behalf of the club. So, don't think he's got much beef for Bruce. Um, yeah, Warner. Yeah, a I up. think Klopp's the one, you know, that um, whether Jurgen Klopp cares whatsoever about, you know, Klopp falls out with a lot of people, doesn't he?
0: <laughs> <So> yeah, <laughs> there's, he there's probably a bit a of a. Oh, a, yeah. a bit of a Thanos, like, I don't even know who you are, kind of thing yeah. going on with Klopp <laughs> exactly, and, um, yeah. and You're a puke me, lower league
1: um, manager. You are nothing to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wilder, not Warnock, sorry. Mis- yeah, mis- yeah, 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 Don't want to conflate them. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, th- this game's going to be uh, obviously incredibly difficult. I'm sure we'd, we'd probably lose regardless, really. And it is, yeah, it's just going to be intriguing to see. see if there's a difference. I mean, I guess we're all going to be. Almost like looking for a difference, aren't we? And I'm, I'm, am going to try and guard against this. You know, I can almost, I can almost see the narrative already of like, wow, you know, we we're getting stuck in way more than we ever did on a Hecking Bottom. Yeah, 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 yeah Down yeah. a bit. That that Hecking Bottom team is, uh, you know, was based on like quite aggressive pressing in the Championship. But uh, I'm inventing straw man after straw man here. But yeah, it's yeah. um, it's obviously been really difficult. We're, I mean, it's going to be even more difficult because of the shambles that happened against Burnley on Saturday like not only are the players going to be presumably about as low as they could possibly be like but I imagine that defeat was more crushing than the Newcastle one I suppose you know you'd think so like Newcastle are actually a good team and then you throw in the fact that McBurney got himself sent off again which is just borderline unforgivable I mean how many games uh, he's got sent off twice this how many games has McBurney started this season like I, th- I think I Eight. think it's I think it's
1: five I could be wrong no matter, in fact this is the old, the old music cause he, I know he might be five he might be five because he missed the start and he's missed the last couple
0: it's it's twice that he's got himself back to fitness and then got sent off immediately he has started and by all accounts
1: One, you know Deb Bart said on his on on Twitter Club yesterday that he should have been sent off before that and that was backed up when I was watching uh, in the pub um, with uh, Clinton Morrison said exactly the same so <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't I think he was sat in the pub with Clinton Morrison, was what I,
1: well, well, unfortunately, not. now. I mean, I know a lot of people don't like Clinton. And I think he's probably the best out of the sucky Saturday the out to be But <laughs> um, I do find him funny. Uh, but no, no, I was watching it in the pub. But that's why I couldn't watch the game, so we're out on Saturday, not just boozing all day. But...
0: Of course, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. McBurnie season. Uh, he was injured for Palace. He was injured for Forest. He came on for 20 minutes against Man City. Started against Everton. Started against Spurs, and then got sent off, so was suspended. Yep. Then he played 90 minutes, 90 minutes, off injured after 52 minutes, out injured, out injured, out injured, came on at half-time, got sent off after 45 minutes against Burnley. You know, this guy's contract's up for renewal, and I we've talked quite highly about him this season, developing, and he's got two goals, one's a penalty. He's he's unquestionably one of our better players this season. Oh, God, what a bonehead, mate. We, we just can't... Yeah. I mean, God, he'll probably be injured again by the time he comes back from his suspension. That's the problem. I mean, his availability is is shocking. And, yeah, just yeah. when we, you know, just when we need our striker to step up, I suppose he does something stupid. Yeah, um, and, and, and people talk
1: about, him, talk about him being
0: captain. I mean, you know, he's not that on the I
1: don't think he'd thought this season. It's re- Yeah, it's really frustrating. Because he's one of the people who you think, probably maybe not good enough at this level, realistically, but... He's certainly good enough to do a job, you know, for for a team like us. He's one of the three or four that would be a decent option for someone like Bournemouth. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, he is he, at the prime, I think, of his. What I've seen him at in terms of when he's actually on the pitch, but he's just never on the pitch. So,
0: yeah, for like three straight years now, essentially. Um, yeah, really frustrating because he obviously can't play in this game. We'll be back for the weekend. John Flex starting. Uh, at Burnley,
1: I can't believe that. I, will la- I genuinely laughed. I mean, I understand why we are trying something new and, well, I said new, really old. <laughs> <laughs> trying something really old. They were lining up in the Premier League with Fleck and Norwood. And no, they're both, again, legends, you know what I mean? I'm not knocking them, they've been fantastic, but they're both way past the peak, aren't they? Yeah, we like, we wrote I the know? Fleck
0: obituary at the end of last season, <laughs> didn't we? Yeah, yeah. It was a surprise he got another contract. The idea that he would start in a crucial uh, game for us is astonishing. And not just that, I mean, what does that say about Souza and um think I Slamani. Slamani, yeah. Maybe we're I mean... about to see those two players get unlocked, I guess, but I yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I'll not hold my breath, put it like that. But the fact well, that Flex think... starts ahead of them in that game is yeah. alarming, to say the least.
1: Other than Tom Davis, who well, I don't think we can really class. them. guy even
0: to... exists. Yeah, if a forgot, he's, to... he's got any
1: I think, yeah, he'll be here next year on football. Well, he'll be on the on the physio uh, <laughs> thing next year anyway. But uh, other than him, we didn't have any... As far as I'm, just on top of my head, we didn't have any midfielders missing. So Fleck is being picked in the first team on merit of... You know, he's not playing because we've got loads of injuries. He's playing because Paul him in that game thought he was our best option for that match. That is just a just a damning... You know, of the, the, the entire window that we had. And the entire, I think if someone should say... Some up Sheffield United's pre-season. Well, we got to game, whatever it is, 12, and we had John Fleck and Oliver Norwood in midfield. Why did you have loads of injuries? No, nah, We just thought they were the best team for this game for the rest of them being that poor. Yeah. Just just ridiculous. And that's when it gets... When I saw Fleck in the team, I knew he'd get hammered for that. And it's not Fleck's fault. You know what I mean? He's, he's been asked to play. He's been given a contract. It's not his fault. He's you know he's, he's getting on. He's getting on in years. But I knew as soon as... that That, that felt almost like the last... The last act of a dying man about
0: yeah. There's there's no coming back from that, is there? Uh yeah. yeah. I, I hope I hope it was merely a case of you know Heckebottom taking leave of his senses there. And yeah. uh you know, it, it turns out Slamani is very good and uh Sousa, you know, has been playing way below himself, for example, for the Yeah and, and suddenly under Wilder he'll be transformed. But I don't know. It's uh like I said, I'll I'll not hold my breath on that one. So yeah, I guess we're just going into we're going into tomorrow night. That's the Liverpool game with um, I don't know. Like, I I actually just have no idea how I'm going to feel. Like, definitely intrigued, but in terms of the in terms of our chances in the game, I've I've just I've no idea. Like, we might be as terrible as we always are so far this season, or I don't know. You you can't help but just have that little tiny bit of hope that like some switch is about to get flicked and we're going to see a big difference in performance levels. I I just can't help it. I think it's just the madness of a football fan, isn't
1: it? It is. It is the madness of a football fan. If you'd have told me at the beginning of this season, by what we're in, December, beginning of December, Chris Wilder's back, I'd be going, oh, what? Mm. But I'm going to go to the game on Wednesday, and I'm going to be like, God, this This could be really exciting. I'm, I'm completely on board with what Phil said on Four Blades, that... You never know. It could be an unbelievable night. I think we'll probably still get hammered, but you never know. There is a bit of hope now. That's the that's the great thing and the horrible thing <laughs> as well. So Yeah.
0: Two home games in a week. We've got Burnley on Saturday, right? Uh, Brentford yeah, on Saturday. Brentford. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Which is a more realistic what uh, game for for points, I suppose. Um yeah, will uh, well, let's see mate. That's that's tomorrow night. Uh, I'm just checking Twitter, it doesn't look like the club no, no, no. We'll probably not bother. He'll <laughs> just be in the dugout Wednesday. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at Twitter. people are furious the way he's, you know, he's being announced this, and people are saying, um, you know, he's he's, he's he's trying to match Chancer as being the most uh, ridiculous
0: owner
1: <laughs> in Sheffield. <laughs> um, I don't know if we're at that stage yet, but it, it's a it's a poor move, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's uh, it's it's gonna be, it's gonna be strange. I'm, I'm waiting for um. Yeah, I, I, I sort of can't believe that it hasn't been announced yet. I suppose just the fact that Owen has been on the radio and yet we're still yeah. here. Like, I don't know whether to like actually hold the podcast until something gets confirmed. But well, think,
1: to be honest, we've had to hold for a bit. We have been. I don't know how true this is. I, I got told a couple of t- by a couple of people it's going to be half one. I don't know how true it like is, but you know. Um, so yeah, we can't we can't hold on for that long. Just <laughs> going So uh, well, <laughs>
0: yeah. <but> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what do you have to plug, mate? Before we finish. I've literally just published the Liverpool view before
1: we started. Really, I, I'm going to give it away. But there's a brilliant quote in it. It's, uh, where one of them says, Will Stuart McCall and his hairdo that makes him look like an extra from the full Monty being charged for this one? <laughs> 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 that amazing. They're quite funny, actually. I, th- I thought the, the, yeah, they're saying like, they're, they're, apparently they're conceding loads of goals Liverpool. Obviously, they've won 4-3. So they said awesome. like, they, someone predicted 8-3. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. So, which, yeah, good. I'm, well i
0: won't take that but yeah, yeah I, don't, so that's I don't want that. to see us continue
1: again please no no not again uh roy's from.com uh and we've got i think since last time i spoke to you three mainly episodes i might only be two at the moment we're, d- we're doing 12 episodes in december so we've got our the office christmas special mm. He man he man and she as i call her she <laughs> yeah have to keep like picking me up and saying like no she not she like it's, it's, Newcastle missed the trick there. We had some right merch, <laughs> um, and then uh, and then uh, our favourite Christmas advert is either out today or tomorrow. I can't really remember to go there, Oh, so. nice one. Yeah, I, yeah. I really,
0: I've just started the um, the He Man one. I enjoyed the Office, the Office uh, look back. That's very good.
1: Superb, superb, uh, unbelievable uh, Christmas special, the Office. But yeah, so yeah, so that's the Living We Made one, and um, yeah, uh, and unlucky on the pinch as well. By the way, obviously we both contribute to that, and they. Uh, Un- unsurprisingly, shall I say, didn't win the award at the FCA's. I was getting mixed up the two awards. Uh,
0: FSA's Football FSA's. Supporters Awards. The
1: FCA's are the one that came after that tried to make it look like the FSA's. Yeah, that's not <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, so the FSA, yeah,
1: and, um, but you know, massive. No, no, I'm not saying they didn't deserve to win. By the way, I don't. I clarify that just <laughs> the a competition. is just like so fierce in that award, and it? it's you know it's just you, loads of, I need to look through it obviously not the top 20 and football cliches football daily like they're all you know brilliant some brilliant um, content out there and fair play, is just getting nominated for that
0: yeah I think uh, the regrettably named HL TCO won, uh, uh, oh, won. Yeah, Opkin yeah people don't Opkin know Opkin looking was, to Op- kill one
1: yeah Chris Lop- he's a brilliant account to be fair yeah he, he is was, I know but was, I,
0: when I learned what his you know what those initials stood for I was like just, yeah, just gone down in my estimation. I'm not know if I can engage with you anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's unbelievable,
1: it? Yeah. Really are. But yeah, congrats for uh, for getting nominated on that. It's a really big achievement.
0: Aye. Well, mate, uh it, I mean, we're still waiting for official news, but uh Wilder is back, it sounds like um I'm still a bit like up in the air on it. Like, I don't know if I've really thought it through properly. I know we just yacked for like fifty minutes. So mm. Apologies if it's fifty minutes of you know, rambling nonsense. But um, I guess after that Liverpool game, we'll uh, yeah, we'll we'll be back to talk about it. Obviously, but we'll probably have some more clear thoughts on yeah. how it feels having Chris Wilder back as manager. Because yeah it's, yeah, it's weird, but I am. I think I am excited. I'm certainly intrigued. Mm-hmm. Intrigued is a, yeah. is the key word from today's podcast. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Right, mate. Well, I will see you uh, tomorrow evening. We'll we'll witness that return of Wilder in person, I suppose. And uh, yeah, come on, please. Let's show us something. We, we said that a few weeks ago. Show us something. I know you you, you can't be this bad, with players. Like you've got to be better than this. It's just maybe um, maybe Liverpool isn't going to be the opponent to show it, but. Show us something. Get stuck Show us,
1: in. I feel like ending a uh, like Chadanella do. Come on, you red and white wizard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, we're, we're all every fan in that ground is going to be there, just like looking for something, aren't they? is in, like, yeah. I'm we're ready. Like you know, give us hard tackle. Give us a you know a, a bold run with the ball. Give us a twenty-five yard shot or something to get to get us off our feet. Like we're all, we're all. I think we're all going to suspend that, like. Oh, God, you know, here we go again yeah. kind of thing that's become ingrained over the last few months. We're all ready to be excited and entertained again. Um, yeah. So, yeah, come on, come on, United. Just uh, get get stuck in and give us something to be, yeah, be up for, I suppose, which, yeah, we've not seen for the last few, uh, last few months, as I said. Right, mate, uh, that'll do for now. And we will be back after that Liverpool game. So thank you very much for your time and thoughts as always. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I'll see you tomorrow, mate.